Hello, and welcome to the Jesus Heals podcast. My name is Sister Andrew, and I'm happy to be with you again. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the power of intercessory prayer and how all of us are capable of praying and intercession for others. In a lot of other episodes of this podcast, I've talked about how we can pray for healing for ourselves and for others too, but haven't spoken explicitly a lot about intercessory prayer. And from a Catholic's perspective, if you're a Catholic listening to this, you might think, oh, well, we hear the word like intercessions at Mass, right? So we pray at Mass in a formal way, you know, for certain intentions and say, we pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. And that is a form of intercessory prayer. But also as individual Christians, we're called to intercede for one another before the Father. And it's a great grace and a gift to be able to pray for each other in that way. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, often when I think of my own personal prayer, I think of kind of more of a solitary type of prayer or a prayer in more of a solitude. Like when Jesus tells us in the gospel passage to go into, when you pray to go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father in secret, because your father who sees in secret will repay you. And that's a very necessary form of prayer for all Christians, right? Between the Father and us individually and without show, you know, no one sees it, but the Father sees it and and we need to do that. But there's also the need for intercession. And especially when we talk about praying for healing, Intercessory prayer can bring a great deal of consolation and healing to people. Maybe not the healing we're expecting, but other healings happen, or the healing we're expecting also happens. And to kind of start off, I want to highlight a passage from Scripture, or start off with a passage from Scripture from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2, the beginning of this. And it's a passage we're familiar with, but I want to just share it and then speak a little bit about it. The passage says, And when he returned to Capernaum, after some days, it was reported that he was at home. And many were gathered together, so that there was no longer room for them, not even around the door. And he was preaching the word to them. And they came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And when they had made an opening, they let down the pallet on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, My son, your sins are forgiven. And the passage goes on to actually have Jesus heal the man physically as well, heal the paralytic, and the paralytic walks away. But the main thing I want to speak about in this and how it's it's an example for us of intercession is the friends of this man, the paralytic, the the four men that hold the pallet and bring this man to Jesus. 
So the friends brought him to Jesus. He couldn't go anywhere. Now, we don't know how extensive his paralysis was, if he was paralyzed from the waist down, or if his whole body was paralyzed. We don't know. It doesn't say. But he couldn't get there on his own. And then once they got to Jesus, to the house where Jesus was, they couldn't get to Jesus. So these friends did whatever they could do to to bring this man before the Lord. And that's what intercessory prayer is. It's us bringing people before the Lord and letting the Lord do what he does. We're not the ones healing. We're not the ones bringing consolation. We're not the ones giving people peace or joy or relief from their struggles. Jesus does that. Jesus always does that. We don't. (laughs) I am not Jesus. So the scripture doesn't tell us anything about these friends, but as I was praying with this passage in preparation for sharing with you, I was just kind of thinking and imagining how I wonder if one of them or all of them had heard about Jesus or maybe had seen Jesus and had heard what he could do, saw him heal somebody. They were moved by him and they knew they had to bring their friend to him. And they would stop at nothing. I mean, they put a hole in somebody's roof. (laughs) That's kind of a big deal. Even back then when, when the roofs were a little more easy to, to, you know, they were like thatched roofs probably so you could move pieces away. But still, you're destroying somebody's house just to get somebody in front of Jesus. But they had to bring their friend before Jesus. And Jesus heals the paralytic, not having heard anything from the paralytic or anything from his friends, from the men that bring him. And all Jesus says, all it says in the scripture is, Jesus saw their faith. He saw their bold faith, and he responded to it. They broke through someone's roof so their friend could be close to Jesus, and they let Jesus do his thing. This is what we're called to do in intercessory prayer. That's all we're called to do, is bring people before Jesus And we put our faith in Jesus and show our friends the way. We want people to be close to Jesus. That's the whole Christian life, really. Like, I want to get to heaven and I want to bring everybody with me. Even people I might not like (laughs) or that I have a problem with, I want them to be in heaven with me. I want everyone to be in heaven. I want everyone to be close to Jesus. And I pray that's what all of us can strive for. You know, sometimes I, I forget that part, especially if I'm upset with somebody or distracted by other things. I can forget the, the bigger picture. So whatever prayer we do or say, it isn't about us. It's not about us being perfect or having the right words. Some people will say, even myself, it's like, oh, I can't pray for people out loud because I I haven't, I don't know what to say. You know, I don't have the right words. Or, yeah, I, I don't know what to do. I'm not eloquent. I don't have 
you know, a big vocabulary. But sometimes all you need to say is, Jesus, I bring my friend to you, and we put our trust in you. Or, in the name of Jesus, heal my friend. Jesus, in your name, let my friend be healed. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. And sometimes we can just sit with people before the Lord. <clears throat> if we're in a place like a church where there's the Blessed Sacrament, sometimes just being with people and introducing them to the Blessed Sacrament, to Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament, and letting them be there, and interceding for them while they're there. If we feel a lack of faith when we pray, or we feel like we're not good enough, or whatever, maybe I'm just speaking for myself here, um, but I think other people might struggle with this too, just pray, Lord, increase my faith. And we pray for people, and we get out of the way, and we let Jesus speak to them, or Jesus console them. In praying with someone and interceding for someone in real time, you know, like not like in front of them physically, and not just praying for them on our own personal prayer time, but when I'm with somebody and they ask for my prayers, again, just a reminder that it's it's to point them towards Jesus, and it's not about whoever's praying, really. I want to be an assistant to the Divine Healer, an assistant to the Divine Physician, it's Jesus. And the goal for everything we do as Christians is to lead people to heaven, like I said earlier. In reflecting on the paralyzed man and that passage from scripture, I think a lot of us sometimes can be paralyzed by things. We're not physically paralyzed. We can get up and walk around and do our jobs and play games or whatever. <clears throat> but we're paralyzed by fear or by wounds. And that's not how it's supposed to be. It's not how we're supposed to be, even on this earth. In heaven, everything will be right again. Everything will be in right order. Everything will be, there'll be no sickness and no pain in heaven. But even on this earth, some of the things, some of the things that paralyze us, Jesus wants to set us free from. And sometimes we need help because we're paralyzed and we can't get to Jesus on our own. We're paralyzed by fears or wounds or insecurities or whatever. And our friends intercede for us before Jesus so that Jesus could give us his freedom. So it's important, uh, you know, people talk about this, it's important to have a community around you. Not necessarily like, I'm a religious sister, so I have a religious community, but not necessarily that, because not everybody's a religious, right? But friends you can pray with, and 
you don't have to be like expert prayers, but just to say something that's paralyzing you and to have a friend pray with you, Jesus, please free my friend from this fear, from this wound. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. That's it. That's the prayer. <laughs> that's all you have to say. You can say longer prayers if you want to, and that's fine. There's training for some people that goes along with intercessory prayer, and you learn other other helpful things. But you don't have to go through those trainings to just pray a simple prayer for someone that asks you to pray for them. And as Christians, do people know that they can ask us for prayer? I walk around with a habit on, so people often ask me for prayer. But do I stop and pray with them right then? Usually not. Usually I ask their name and I say, oh, the sisters will pray for you. But what would happen in our world if Christians, if we took the opportunity and when we found out something was, someone was ailing of something or someone had a, a fear or something was being paralyzed in them, right? And we offered to pray for them right then. Now, some people, you have to respect the person. Some people will say no. And you respect them and say, okay, well, I'll be praying for you, you know, in my prayer. And, and you go on your way. But some people would say, yes, yes, you can pray for me. And you can just pray a simple prayer. How much would it change our world? And I've seen it change people in our world. I've known people that have done this. You know, they meet people at the grocery store and they, they see the person having a hard day or something and, and they say can I pray for you about anything and they do and they do it right there like in the produce aisle or whatever <laughs> and their faith is great and it's a witness that the Christian life is different that we have hope in Jesus Christ and that Jesus can use us as his instruments and that Jesus heals one the final thing I want to say well maybe not final but one thing I also want to say is when we pray, that God always answers. We might not recognize the answer. It might not be the answer we're expecting. But he always answers because he always hears us. God always hears us. And he hears our prayers for our friends. He sees our faith. And he answers. So now... As I close this kind of shorter episode, I don't know how long it is right now, but I just want to encourage you to pray for deeper faith for all of us, to pray for an increase of faith that we might be more open to being witnesses and instruments of the divine healer in our world and to be open to the invitations of the spirit that when the opportunity may arise, and we put our faith in the Lord and we have the opportunity to pray for someone that we might do it and entrust them to Jesus. And with each moment, with each yes in our affirming our faith, we become more and more fully an assistant, an assistant to the divine healer, to the divine physician. I pray, Lord, increase our faith. 
And Jesus, as we end this time, we just end with a short prayer. We pray for anyone that's listening. If anyone is paralyzed by by anything in their life right now, by fear, by lack of faith, by doubt. In Jesus' name, take away those things now, Lord. And we pray that in place of those things, in place of the doubt, in place of the fear, that the Holy Spirit might come and fill those places with courage and strength and fortitude and zeal for the Lord. That we might be full of the Holy Spirit full of the love of Jesus, so that nothing else can paralyze us. That we can be alive in Christ, alive in Jesus' name. And we pray for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. And know, as always, that I'm praying for each of you that listen. I've noticed lately that we've had listeners from a lot of other countries, so that's amazing to me. <laughs> and I saw some listeners from Norway and South Korea and I think India and Australia and Canada and then a lot of places in the States. Um, and I'm just, I'm grateful for all of you. And please share the podcast with anybody that you think it might help. And if you have any suggestions of ways I can improve the podcast, please, please feel free to let me know. Write a comment or whatever and let me know. So thank you so much for listening and God bless you.